This episode of the M4 Project is super laid back. Just really just having a good conversation about a good film. Uh, additionally, there's a little bit of background hiss that I wasn't able to take out without making us sound terrible. And Mike's uh, microphone tends to warble a little bit, but I got most of that fixed actually. So, go me. You think I'd know how to run a sound deck by now? 50 odd episodes in. Ugh. Enjoy. Welcome once again to the M4 Project, a movie podcast where you watch the films the wider public have missed or forgotten and tell you if they're worth watching. This week's film is Moon from 2009, a psychological horror thriller in space. As always, I'm Matthew Jelenic. I'm Mark Sullivan. I'm Morgan Davidson, and I was quite lazy this week, so I just wrote down a couple of bits of advice from, from Morgan. Oh, advice from Morgan. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Teach Kat- us, Daddy Morgan. Yeah. Teach us. <laughs> Did you just call him daddy? No. <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, cable ties can be used for many a purpose. There is probably nothing that can't be fixed without cable ties. If you need them bigger, you can just clip them together. Folding toilet paper does not make it extra ply. It does, though. Yeah. Not if it's only one ply. It's still sandpaper, just thicker. Siliconing stuff is best left to the professionals, asked my wife. <laughs> you can use a condom twice it just makes you cheap and disgusting <laughs> as i've said before all people who work in scrap are not to be trusted you can buy rubber ducks in bulk online the only watch you'll ever need is a casio g-shock that is all <laughs> <laughs> keep that cruisy this week i like it i like it any advice mike anything you want to chuck into nothing the pile of? don't eat glass it's bad for you <laughs> So I put that, that's that's what I live. My, that's what I live my life by. Beat <laughs> glass. Do you check most meals for glass? Like thoroughly. glass in that yeah. thoroughly. Anything, any little bits of sparkles in a bit of food, I'm gonna thoroughly check that for glass. Yeah. Make sure. Rub it on your gums. Got to make sure. Man, it's, yeah. you must hate it if someone's crushed up a crunchy and ice cream. You're like. So many shards. If I could see that they're crushing a crunchy, and I know that it's, it's a fight, but if it's a, if it's like well, something you, shiny and how do you know they didn't roll? smuggle a piece of glass in the middle of the chunky to disarm you? What if they're crushing the crunchy with like a a, a glass um, mortar and pestle? No. Pestle, yeah, yeah. no. Nah. Could be get way away from that. <laughs> Absolutely none of that. Not a bar of it. What about would you suck on Samuel L. Jackson's dick because he played Mister Glass in the film Unbreakable? <laughs> 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 I told you, no glass in the mouth. For yeah, whatever. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, anywho, Moon from Moon 2009. From 2009. Whose pick was this? It was mine. It was, was, a, Mike, it was oh, a Mike pick. You want to run something through yeah, the, uh, back of the box? Oh, yeah, good It's point. a mystery. Psychological drama. Sci fi oh, mystery. It's it, the I, it is mystery. I won't hear a word about it. Uh, so. Uh, back of the back of the tin on this one. Uh, basically, it is the uh, this follow the story follows Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell? No, Sam well, Rockwell. The, the actor. <laughs> that's the actor. That's the actor. So it's uh, Sam Bell. Sam Bell. Cool. Uh, Sam Bell, who was the Backling early. <laughs> who's the who is the lone human in a moon base uh this is in the in, indeterminate future yeah. where the energy crisis of the earth has come to a point and it's been resolved by being able to harvest helium-3 from the surface of the moon the dark side uh, of the moon dark side of the moon the specifically the moon. yeah far side of the moon. yeah far side of the moon so there are bases on the moon for these harvesting uh 
operations. Yes. Uh, so Sam uh, Bell is the lone human on a fully or almost entirely fully automated base. Uh, yeah. Basically, his sole job is maintenance and fixing of the machines as well as jettisoning back the Helium-3 back to Earth. Yep. Uh, he's on a three-year contract uh, where he's coming to the end of said contract and he's looking forward to getting home as he's starting to go a bit crazy with loneliness mm. as his only companion is Gertie, a uh, on-the-rails... AI. Yeah, AI. Yeah. Essentially yeah. thinks along the lines of HAL 9000-esque yeah. uh, thing. With more yeah. emoticons and Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Yes. Uh, as his only companion, as well as intermittent transmissions from his wife back on Earth. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he, uh, he can only receive recorded messages at the moment because yeah. uh, the company is so cheap they refuse to fix the... Problem. Basically, the, the satellite that bounces him because uh, he can't get a direct link yep. without the satellite. And the satellite hasn't been repaired, so he's been relying on getting recorded and sending recorded messages. Yes. Smackle? And Smackle time. You guys did actually fairly well. Woo! That was really good. Um, C+. Plus. <laughs> Uh, so basically, in the near future, Lunar Industries has made a fortune after an oil crisis uh, by building Sarang Station. Uh, this is the automated facility where Sam Bell works, uh, and they mine the alternative fuel helium three, as you said, from the lunar soil. Uh, it's it's rich in this material, apparently. And uh, he launches these canisters bound for Earth after they've extracted the helium three. As you said, he's coming to the end of his three year stint there. Apparently, people go up it's three years by themselves, come back. All, all good. They have chronic communication problems. Sounds like all my romantic relationships. <laughs> Basically, yeah, no live feed. Hasn't been a live feed since he got there. Um, everything is messaged, and this is a bit of a sore sore point for from him. So he can hear messages back from his uh, from his wife Tess and see um, some pictures of his daughter who yeah. was born after after he left. Um, very frustrating for him. As he said, the only companion is Gertie, the computer. And after that, it's just a bit, goes a little bit crazy, really. Mm. Um, you know, two weeks uh, before his return to Earth, he starts to suffer some hallucinations of a teenage girl. Uh, one such image distracts him while he's out um, recovering a helium-3 canister from a harvester. causes him to crash. He rapid loses, rapidly loses air ca- cabin in uh, pressure in the crash, and he falls unconscious. After this, oh, he um, the things on. get odd and mm. a bit suspicious after he wakes up. He wakes hmm. up back at base with Gertie telling him that he's been in an accident hmm. and might be suffering from some memory loss. Hmm. Yes. All so, right. You want to go straight on to the characters, actors, and performances? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, characters, actors, and performances. First of all, we won't go for Sam Rockwell first. We'll cover the other characters. His wife, played by Dominique, Dominique. McElligot. Very small role. Very small Only role. in video sort of a video and a few dreams and flashbacks and that kind of things yeah. uh came Fine. across yeah Very believ- believably affectionate through as through yeah. the medium of video but also believingly uh sort of worried and concerned as you would be when your partner is leaving you for three years you weren't quite, quite sure whether she was going to be having an affair or whether there's well, going to well, be well, a you know or... it's revealed a little bit later on they'd actually just resolved yeah. a marriage sort of breakup yeah before they left so yeah. that's why th- he, he's a little bit concerned about what would be happening at home because mm. they they left on good terms but they only just sort of resolved things yeah. when he left they got things repaired and this was also kind of his way of showing how committed he would be like, to I'm something willing, I'm, you look i'm willing to do this for us because it's a great opportunity it, it shows later on yeah. in the movie you know as well you know it covers some stuff that he needed to deal with while he was up there he yeah. had some anger issues and mm-hmm. all these sort of things 
Um, yep. the, other, the other character that really is involved is Kevin Spacey playing the vo- doing the voice what? working of Gertie the computer. Yeah, fine, fine. Like, it's, it's Kevin very, Spacey, ve- very reminiscent of how very, very, much, very, right? a very uh, calm, soothing oh, sort of voice. Tone. Yeah. Is there anything I can do to help you, Sam? Yeah. It's like, yeah, just a little, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, that parallel made yeah. you think there's some sinister shit going to be happening with this robot. Yeah, but he wasn't really sinister he at wasn't all. No, at he, all. He was, he was there, pure to the core. He was there to help. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that's like his, could, his first. I'm here, first to help you. I'm here to help you. And. But, but, or is he? But you're always thinking like he says that, that yeah. but he's also an evil machine that's going to kill everybody. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, that's what you think. You yeah. think something's going to go going to go bad. But like, he wears his hearts and his emotions on his screen. Screen, <laughs> yeah, because he literally just changes when he's when he's saying something. It's a bit oh, he's changing yeah. he, the, the the emoticon sort yeah. of changes the little, to the little screen on the yeah. side of him that changes between a smiley face or a sad face or oh, a goofy yeah. looking face or just to give it a bit more human. Humanity. I actually yeah. really like that. I suppose that's in yeah. the looks and tone, but I thought that was yeah. just a really easy way to humanize a, a humanize box a robot that's on a roof rail. Yeah, yeah, and you can't when they speak with just a monotone. monotone yeah, um, you can't. It's hard to inflect what exactly yeah. they are trying to say. It's so, the nature of text to speech. Hmm. Yeah, like yeah. and you can see that with this. So he's not taking the piss when he says something because of you know. He even sheds a tear at one point. Yes, he does. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll move right along now to Sam Rockwell. You may have seen him in many productions, including... Seven Psychopaths. Sam Bell's performance? Great. Fantastic. Uh, it's quite a varied role. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to do a lot of things, uh, including playing a man who's confused after an accident, a man who's been waiting for three years to get home, home to his yeah. family, mm. a man who's worried about his own sanity, yeah. a man who, Ang- anger outbursts, anger well. outbursts, um, and and just sort of dealing with the nature of the situation that is this film. We're, we're avoiding certain parts, uh, discussing major components of the film here, folks, because it's it's a good film, and we I'd rather you watch it. Or we're going to keep a lot of this stuff for the spoilers. Um, so the nature of this, what he has to interact with and how he interacts with it fantastically done a, a lesser actor wouldn't have been able to to pull off the yeah. performances they, with the other characters yeah in, like matt said it, it's you can't really whilst one of those big spoilers is revealed very early on you don't really know the depth and you know the circumstance of it but leave it just to say i suppose you get to see him play many like versions of himself in, in, a, in a time frame hmm. um you get to see you know how how Bloody Sam Bell react would have yeah. reacted to when he first gets there yeah. midway through. You get to see how Sam Bell yeah. reacts to being there for three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, co- it covers a lot, and it does it in a very clever and yeah. very smart way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving on to looks and tone. I know, just or m- tone? more just on. Here. I think he did a very good. He did a very good job as well of playing the character as I suppose complex a, a, mm. as his character ends up being because of certain plot points mm-hmm. um, it, he could he could have easily been a very bland character or he yeah. when you first see him in the movie he is quite a very bland character it's because you know? he's just he's by himself, himself alone for three on a, years. yeah on a um, base and and, and in a I suppose the performance of place of different scenarios you get so much more growth in him and even just the way he was styled um throughout the movie uh the way he dresses in some parts compared to others um it it, it lets you sort of gives you more of an insight because um if you only just saw him as the man who'd been there for three years 
you wouldn't know that he used to dress differently, yeah. used mm. to shave, used to, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he had anger management issues yep. three years previous. Yeah, absolutely. So the way he, he, he acts in both before and after is a great way to yeah, yeah, tell yeah. more about that character. Yeah, you can, so when we're initially introduced to him, we're introduced to this person who's very casual, sort of has his set routine. But basically, there's it. been um, whittling. Yeah. Like, it kind of reminded me of just a trucker. Yeah. That was just a long haul trucker. Yeah. And he just got, does a few things to pass the time in between the busy work, but doesn't really care about a uniform or anything like that. And then you see, uh, you know, him as he was when he turned up and he's clean cut and stands to attention and with his arms behind his back in order to it like a military at ease and all that mm. kind of thing. And yeah, it, it's a really interesting way that they sort of were able to flesh out a character in, in such a film. Mm. Uh, now, looks and tone, yes. and tone. Uh, I will say I'm very appreciative of the fact that the director aimed, uh, used a lot more models and yeah. actual real Practicals. practical, practical stuff. It just looks so much better. The the moon base, the vehicles. The simple buggies. as well. Simple. So simple. It doesn't have all, all this flash and nuance and excessive detail that I often find uh, you often see in digital work these days. But you don't need it. You don't though. need it. It's, yeah. just the, it's like, yeah, it would be a, a bunch of cement prisms because it's a one-man yeah. station yeah. it's a one-man station and it's it's practical like it yeah. doesn't need all this shit sticking off of it. it's literally like yeah there needed to be a wall here so it's a flat wall you don't need a mural because it's out fucking side and you can't really be outside for that long to enjoy a mural it's a fucking moon base yeah, yeah. It, seemed, it seemed like that the worst effects on there were the ones that were actually digital yeah. they're the ones that really stuck out and you saw them like oh that looks a bit like uh, all, all the dust and stuff flying yeah. off the off the, the harvesters yeah. looked really bad oh uh, yeah like, really... the, the um the he3 yeah launcher and that kind of thing that that looked a bit cartoony yeah, in some I, don't parts. Say, I don't want to say it looked really bad but it looked no. noticeable yeah like, you compared, could, you compared could to the practical effects they yeah, used yeah. in the rest of the movie yeah, yeah. like everything was like all the suits were practical effect. I think the buggies were a lot of it were practical. Yeah. Um, Apparently, you had the the last uh, the living uh, practical effects person of the Alien movies helping him out with the buggies and stuff. Okay, yeah. I, can't, yeah. I can't remember the name of yeah. the man, but yeah, he oh, worked okay. on worked on Alien films. So okay, and even like Gertie as well. Yeah. Um, you know, because of the simplistic style they gave this robot, and again, he doesn't need to be mm-hmm. anything more than what he is. He's he's on a one man station. He, yeah. he, he's basically attached like a monorail yeah. that he can get around every part of the, the yeah. station on a on a one single pole yeah. that goes around it. And he doesn't need a massive interface, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just a simple... He, well, he's robot. also... Yeah, he's a voice command, basically. Yeah. So you, you don't need any buttons or panels, really. There's a few there, but they're not really used. Yeah. And what you get from Gertie is the sense mm-hmm. of this... Yep, it's this big mechanical tool... But through the nature of he's got like a kick me post-it note, he's got a smiley (laughs) face, a a bunch of notes posted to him. His right side, there's like a coffee cup holder spot, which is just constantly a mess. It looked like someone had diarrhea in that thing after a bad (laughs) Indian restaurant. And he just feels like he's a bit dirty, a bit grimy, but he's like, yeah, I'm here to help. And, uh, and he's very believable. He seems worn in, like well loved. Yeah. Like he's- uh, well, let's think <laughs> yeah. around the station. There's a lot of things from people who have been there previous. Yeah. Um, you know, thing basically, uh, you know, people have added things while yeah. they've been there, so you can see that. And I'm pretty sure there's like there's graffiti of names. Mm. Is that will be correct in that there was there was like things like Fred written somewhere and oh no, the, there was uh, up at the uh, command station. There was the names of the rovers. Oh, the rovers. It, it was the names the that he named the rovers. There, it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But Luke scratched out and replaced with Judas because it's the one that broke down yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
that's clever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but the other things like that as well, like it again, it doesn't need to be too yeah. fancy. Well, yeah. All inside is all grey, mm. except what 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 the previous people have yeah. done to it. You know, yeah. like you know, um, basically whoever left previous, I think had started a model. Yeah. Um, so and he's everyone's been adding on adding to onto that model. Yeah. Um, and there's like uh, most things looking very very uh sci-fi very new like the internal architecture is a lot less simple than the external there's sort of those uh half walls and angular sort of like dual egg, eggs in a yeah. wall think, where you well, can sit yeah yeah eggs in a wall and then there's this one leather armchair randomly in the middle of the rec room <laughs> so why why not that's just a piece of humanity someone decided they wanted to bring with them and it's and it's and there, it there. And, yeah they said they, they took the style of uh uh, 2001 a space odyssey Very for much. for like the interior look of the of yeah. the base so that'll give you an idea of sort of what they're going for mm. and how it looks all all white lights and grayness but with scum and yeah. human hair in the corners so you know someone's lived there yeah 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 it was all very clean but gritty and grimy yeah. at the same time yeah oh, for, yeah from a, a few steps back it looks all very nice and bright and but if you actually get close in a, in a shot you see there's lots of detail and lots of scuff marks and mm. the thing's been used and lived in for quite some time bringing us into tone which is pretty much in the same thing as that really the yeah. tone is is that is the yeah. fact that there's scuff marks and and, and those are things and the, and the but the the, the way uh, for, for me like uh, the tone of the film the way that it shifts from this man or quickly shifts from the this man longing to get home it's like yeah it's just a classic i'm in a long way away because i'm in space it's a basically a fisherman's tale and then it changes to wait what's happening i don't understand and then all these other questions and then panic yeah how do we resolve the situation hmm. am i going crazy yeah um you know and all these other things all while his health deteriorates and he's yeah. out on this yeah. he's like completely isolated and yeah the only people that know him up there he's worked out are probably not his friends hmm. um more on tone yeah uh it 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 very much succeeds in that uh, mystery thriller sort of vibe. Like it's it sits there and asks these questions, and it's it's basically a film about these questions, and quietly so yeah. as well. It's not ever really no rushed, no or, no, no. or loud. There's no or... there's no fall to his knees. Who am I, Jackie yeah. Chan style? It's just hey, this is a this oh, is a wait, bit odd. If that's and if that's the case, then. Well, fuck me in the ass, cause fuck me in the <laughs> ass. Holy shit! And in the way it sort of escalates, and then also sort of peters down a bit to sort of go, okay, you've kind of figured that part of the labyrinth out, but don't forget this other stuff's about to happen, and that you're kind of screwed. Yeah. How to resolve? Question. Question. Bit of an action pace near the end there. Another random fact I'll throw out there. Because why the fuck not? The director of this movie is actually the son of David Bowie. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. He, yeah. I he changed his name. Yeah. Yeah. I thought kind of flawed me when I heard it. So there you go. If, that, if you like David Bowie, you Yeah. I, I'm pretty like sure his, his first name was originally Zoe. Yeah. Z-O-W-I-E. Yeah, yeah. His name was Zoe Bowie. Yes. Son of David Bowie. Um, it was filmed in 33 days as well. So I think it was very ambitious what they went with, yeah. with this. Five, for a $5 million film, I yeah. think yeah. that was the uh, the budget. It come, yeah, it was. And they made double that. They made 10. Made 10 back. We just got 10 back. Doubled it. Deserves more. For yeah. Tackle, yeah, exactly. Ta- for tackling things on this, not quite on the same scale as like Interstellar and mm. 2001 A Space Odyssey, they've done very well for the budget they have. Oh, they, I think it's even... Well. Like, I'm not a massive Interstellar fan, to be quite honest, but mm. mainly because they tried to make... 
they managed to beat that fucking film on for so long and still not answer all the questions they needed to do in a simple and non-confusing way. They were like, let's just build this really, really confusing fucking idea, okay? Let's build it really big. And I was like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you on this. This is a great ride. We're going really well. Now let's explain a Tesseract in five minutes. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God, what? No, no, no. You've lost me there. This is what happens when you get the, give the nerds creative control. <laughs> well, you can't leave that long to yeah. explain the, the, the very fine details of yeah. what it ended up being in that movie. Yeah. We're not talking about movie, we're talking about this movie. Yeah. But uh, in, it, it's up there with that. Like, it's yeah. got nowhere near that budget. And, you know, it doesn't have Kubrick uh, directing it, no. but it, it gives that vibe and it feels time. like that. Yeah. Um, and again, for that budget, yeah. for what they did, and. What I love about this is that, you know, the digestibleness, I suppose, yeah. of yeah. it is it, it gives you, it, it doesn't run too long. I think it's only an hour and a half, yeah, roughly. Yeah, it's probably but but it feels up. like, it doesn't feel like it's really long in that sense, but it, it, it feels like it gives you so much time to digest mm. every bit of information mm. you need to. It isn't a, it is a complex movie in a sense, but it's really not. It's very, yeah. very simple. It is yeah, very yeah. simple. There's, it, not, it, there's it, not large action sequences. There's no, not, no. Like, uh, Huh. You're always sort of getting another little piece of the puddles. Yeah. And it's not one of those ones where it's like, I'm just going to throw a, a freaking Jenga board at you. Well, I'm not a Scrabble. Tesseract no, <laughs> throw, a scr- <laughs> throw a Scrabble board at you and go, figure out the riddle. It's like, these are just letters. It's a movie that I'll sit there and go, I-L-O-V. And you're like, what do you know me? I can't. But yeah, like it's the sort of thing that like, I enjoyed it. I figured it out mostly pretty quickly but it was still really enjoyable and especially the way that sort of game i don't think there's much to figure out no. it, it, like it's it's very upfront and honest with exactly what is going on from from the very from yeah. he tells him yeah yeah like it, it's not a huge twist ending that explains everything right no. at the end of the movie it's it's fairly near the start of the movie yeah. honestly where this sort of twist where the the plot sort of changes yeah um, but the, the, the questions that they they sort of ask from then on are more philosophical ones yeah yeah and, and the way that sort of discusses them and says and goes well i'm thinking there's something in that without just being exposition yeah yeah is, is really well done. Right. i will say before we move away from looks and tone as well because you brought up kubrick uh really like the way the film was shot mm. uh yeah, there was, there was nothing uh, that should have ended up on the cutting room floor. It was very tight and needy. Visual shots, uh, the way the rovers drove around, everything felt so isolated and yeah. felt so lonely. Uh, and you still, even though there's less space and he's more, even more physically isolated, he feels so much more physically isolated, even if he was just standing out on top of the moon. Yeah. I think. Mm. Anyway, uh, Overall, overall, really, really good little movie. Mm. I'm really surprised that it hasn't been. Yeah. No, 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 more people have heard of it, and mm. it hasn't got a, a larger name. Um, it came out at the same time as Avatar, so like in District Nine and that sort of thing. So the Last Airbender. Uh, but uh, <laughs> why do that to me? Um, so maybe it just got overshadowed by those sorts of things. I don't know. Well, but I think also because of its budget and that kind of thing, it just didn't get as wide of a release as yeah, those films. Probably fair. Um, but yeah, really. Well, like, let's face it. If you if you were to read the the, the general back of the box, um, yeah, and they wouldn't want to give away the big spoiler. It's in it. You probably would stay away. Yeah, it doesn't seem to have much. Man, isolated on moon. Yeah, Man yeah. Isolated Moon starts to go crazy. I, I, I think from... I remember watching a preview after it, there was 
or a trailer rather uh, it, it basically is trying to sell itself as an isolation thriller yeah mm. so um so yeah unless you're in that and you do get more than that in this yeah. um but you just i suppose you've got to actually watch watch it in that yeah. sense uh would we recommend definitely recommend it oh yes watch it 100 good uh now we're gonna probably have the bulk of the podcast now during the spoiler section but oh, we need more beer but we need more beer <laughs> and, and uh I reckon this will have enough meat to be its own episode. I reckon. <laughs> I reckon this will be enough meat to be its own fapisode. Yeah, took your words and turned them sexual, mate. Linguistic skills, literary, ah. literary. No. Yes. Touching. I just really wanted to watch a good movie. <laughs> did. I was we, ready for a we, good one. We, we did have a couple of weeks of some real turds. Uh, subjective turds, but yeah. Uh, surprise me. Up the back, there's Turkish delights and everything. None of that, please. Um, happy with the Freddo and or Milky Way and or, but, ooh, yeah. Thank you. All new peanut Welcome back, folks. We've got beer and we've had our chocolates. It's time for spoilery doos. Chocolatey nom noms. Just rip the bandage straight off. Sam's been seeing us, seeing things. He saw a teenage girl in the in the base. Yep. He went to check on one of the uh, mining modules and saw a girl in the kick off of those things because they're kick, constantly kicking up rocks. Got distracted and ran up the ass of it, causing a crash. Yeah, his little rover loses cabin pressure. He chucks on his helmet and he awakens in moon base. Seemingly fine. Where am I? It's like you've been in an accident. accident. I'm Getty. I'm here. To, I'm Gertie. I'm here to help. Do you remember me? Do you remember me? Of course I, I do. Yeah, of course I do. Oh, yeah. How long was I out? Not long. Not long. Just go to sleep. You just have a sleep, Sam. You'll be fine. Sam goes back to sleep. Wakes up. Has some more tests. Gets told, no, no, no. You just keep keep having a rest. Uh, decides he's going to get up and go for a waddle anyway. Finds his legs very weak. Can barely stand without supporting himself on the walls. Uh, overhears a message, overhears voices. It's Gertie speaking to someone, almost like they're speaking like live, live. Yeah. which mm. is strange. Uh, something along the lines of, Jesus, now we've lost a, has, uh, the new Sam's doing fine. It's like, Jesus, how the hell do we lose uh, a mining, um, a miner, a rover, and a, a Sam all in one day? And it's like, what's going on? It's like, oh, hi, Sam. You should go mm. get some rest. You're tired. Uh, so it's, Shortly after, f- discovers that uh, he is in fact a clone. Mm. After convincing Gertie to let him out, he, yeah, he, he manufactures a, a situation a, 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 whole, a whole leak, which yeah. I think they show in the. But trailer. this is a, that's already given away that something's up because yeah. at, at one stage in that com- one of those conversations, Gertie tells him that he, you know, he, he's only just really recently arrived to start mm. his. Stint. Yeah, yeah. So you automatically. So you're already around. like, no, you haven't, mm. because we remember the Sam who'd mm. had the accident, and mm. he had, was just about to leave. Yeah. Are they trying to con him, or yeah. what's going on? Yeah, so it's a question of, oh, are they are they doing this sort of thing? Do they do this all the time? Knock him out, take him away his memories, and then start him again. Start him again. Uh, he, so he convinces Gertie to let him out, and he escapes, goes to the crash site, and because he had seen that that rover, or the miner had stopped, sees a crashed rover, opens it up, finds an astronaut in there, cleans the masks, and sees himself. Himself brings in the person, unsure, asking Gertie, "Who is that? Who is that?" It's like we have to take him to the infirmary. Gets him all cleaned up. It's our Sam Bell. The original Sam Bell that we were introduced to at the start of the film. Mm. 
Uh, there's the questions of, all right then, well, what is going on? The new Sam Bell simply declares, well, obviously you're a clone. Like, well, fuck you, I'm not a clone, you're a clone, I'm older. Yeah. Kind of thing, it's like, mm. uh, yeah. I'm the original Sam, I'm the original Sam. No, well, uh, the, the newer one, I think from the get-go, is very aware of the situation that he is a yeah. clone. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's yeah. just saying, yeah, he's like, not saying, yeah, he's not saying, saying I'm, the I'm not a clone, he's saying, you're yeah. a clone. Yeah, you're uh, a clone. I've already come, I'm obviously a clone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. You're yeah, a clone, yeah. silent parentheses, so, as I am as well. Uh, obviously, our Sam Bell is quite sort of rejecting of that to begin with. And then as his health really continues starts, to yeah, start to lose teeth, very, very quickly, coughing up blood. Uh, so it's sort of, if you're keeping track of what should be going on and giving their timeline, the three-year contract is basically the three-year lifespan of a clone. They build them to last about three years, years and then they die off and they go, all right, we're going to cryogenically freeze you air quotes that you can't see at home. Uh, and they basically just incinerate them and turn, turn, again. On, turn on a new clone. Yeah. Boot up a new Sam. One thing I liked about that that this whole that whole first initial scene is that Gertie doesn't seem to try to distract from this so yeah. much. He's just just tells them straight up basically that yeah. <laughs> well he was there to help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At no point did he try to deceive them really. At yeah. no point was he trying to make excuses. He yeah, was just, he, he did like avoid he, he, he avoided the question avoided once. It's like, am I a clone? It's like you should get some rest because to be honest, for his care, that was probably what he needed yeah. more rather yeah. than that answer. Yeah. So it did avoid the question, but it was also he was doing it for the benefit of, of Sam. Oh, Sam. Yeah. But then yeah. when pressed again, yeah, later straight on, up. Yeah, when he's fine, it's like, well, I've got time. Am I a clone? It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're both clones. Yeah, we cloned you. Yeah. But your yeah, your memory of your wife, your wife and child? Implanted. Them implants of the original Sam Rockwell. Sam Bell. Sam Bell. I keep getting that wrecks that light. Yeah. It annoys me. Uh, uh, basically, the the new Sam was informed that it's like, oh, all right, we've got a recovery team coming to uh, just make sure everything's fine and get the uh, other mining units up and running again. And uh, they sort of swiftly figure out, it's like, well, Gertie hasn't told Homebase about the fact that the other Sam didn't die. Yeah. It's like okay, if they find both of us here and that we know, they'll kill both of us and just, and just get a new boot up a new Sam. Mm. Uh, so they have to put things in motion and figure out what they're going to do. And, and there's a, moments of uh, you know bonding and initially sort of terse reactions between them. It's like and they get into a fo- massive fight. Yeah, they and the, the new clone like rinses, rinses him. Because yeah. he has anger management issues that well, he was trying to deal with. Yeah. And he's also not he rapidly deteriorating yeah. physically. Yeah, he's not a three-year-old clone. Well, That's near yeah. his expiration date. Like He even says at one point, he says, I barely touched you. And yeah, the older Sam's nose is broken. up and yeah. broken. It's like, I barely touched you. I barely touched you. Um, but anyway, uh, anything else anyone want to jump I on? I kind of feel like the, the, the interactions between them from an active pers- uh, acting perspective was probably... Good for most parts, but was also the most noticeable when it, that he was essentially talking to no one mm. when he was when this was being filmed. Because at times it was jarring that him interacting with himself, it was very obvious that he was talking to no one. I don't know if you guys felt that as much, but no, I did. I did feel like, yeah, um, the way they, like the way they often shoot those is they'll have a stand-in. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you'll act with them. But I kind of, it kind of it kind of felt in some scenes that when he was talking, it's like I feel in the delivery of your line that you're talking to no one, mm. and that just kind of threw me off in a few of those scenes. Okay. But 
Potentially, yeah. Um, not not so much. I was actually pretty impressed with with the majority of it, especially uh, some of the more emotional sort of deliveries and bouncing off one another. But most of those were actually sort of single cut and cutting back and forth rather than both of them being in the yeah, same I think shot. Yeah, I think this was ones when they were in the yeah. same shot, which yeah. is where it was sort of happening the most with. It wasn't, obviously it wasn't all throughout. It was, mm. it was fantastic <laughs> overall, but yeah, there was some scenes that were a little mm. bit, for me, but, yeah. Yeah, anyway, so uh, new Sam is a little bit more switched on, a little bit more of a thinker because he's not got a deteriorating clone brain. Uh, decides like, well, they wouldn't, sh- they didn't ship me here. I didn't come from Earth. I had to have been here already. We have goes to have, exploring. Yeah, yeah, goes exploring. Can't find the secret room. Uh, also, sort of establishes like it's like, well, we need to contact him. It's like, well, we can't. We haven't got an uplink. It's like the uplink works. I heard people. I heard Gertie talking. It's like there has to be a reason. They had to be blocking it from here. It's like, well, we can't get signal from outside the base either. It's like, well, what if it's not blocked? It's being blocked from even further out. So they go on an exploratory mission and find out these these huge towers jamming, jamming, jamming the signals, jamming the signals. Uh, putting them in constant communication blackout. Uh, what else is there? It's pretty, pretty much, pretty much the, it, really. the finale yeah. where they just, yeah, yeah. Uh, manage to well, get them. For, well, they do find the, the clone bay. They jump down. Uh, I did. I was hoping they would open two because they find that um, old Sam tries to go through the security footage. Gertie gives him a hand, unlocks it. For him, and he sees all the other, other same bells basically getting to the same point that he was at, well, bit bearded or sunglass or whatnot, losing coughing, teeth, coughing up. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, it's all right. Jump into the cryo because it's gen- time to go home. Yeah, it's time to go home. This will freeze you, and you'll be fine, and you'll wake up at home. And it basically flash fries them, disintegrates. Them. I thought it flash froze. No, it disintegrates, oh, disintegrates them. Yeah, and then attack them like a because the, yeah, the, yeah, the screen did. Yeah. You saw the where their face was go basically clear i thought it looked like it was freezing them and no, it's going the empty but then yeah. like gertie like puts a hose attached to the thing and then sucks on the bottom all the, sucks all the, all the ash out. Out. Yeah. that's where he finds the ash and then goes well and then finds the panel and he opens it up and down they go into the clone bay there's a big uh, underground crevasse a uh, small tunnel really uh pretty much as far as the eye can see of clones well, morgue doors basically, yeah. and, and mm. food supplies down one side, morgue doors down the other. They open one, and there's a freshly packed, packed Sam lying on top of all of his personal effects and everything, state neatly vacuum sealed. And they're like, "Well, fuck us! Here we are. That's where they got me from." Uh, one thing I did like about that, and it's a question that I had that didn't get answered. There, the one they opened was one of the ones with an orange slip, and the the ones basically directly in front of them and a few more you didn't see if it continued further down the right mm. it's like so orange means there's a sam in there and there's the all the ones to the horizon are all white so there how many sams did they go through if, if white means used orange yeah. means good mm. yeah it's true well the the daughter like the original sam was sent up to the moon as his wife was pregnant with their kid yeah and the kid as for when they dis- when they discovered the teeth, they was so not that long. Not well, so well, they you saw a whole heap of you saw a whole heap of yeah. um, uh, Sam's go through it, yeah. and you probably yeah. saw about five, yeah, five Sam's at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, is so. why I'm not in, not necessarily convinced that it's a three year lifespan. It might be shorter. Yeah. Or additionally, they were used as the workforce to build the place as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Anyway, but even again, that's based on my assumption that white means used, orange means occupant ready. <laughs> uh, 
So they decide, well, fuck it. We're going to get off this thing. New Sam t- says to old Sam, here's my plan. We grab one of the clones. Chuck, we him, in the chuck him in the rover where you're meant to be dead. And uh, I stay here for my little turn. And we fire you home. using using the uh, jettisoning system. Fire you home in a rocket. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then old Sam goes, dude, I literally just vomited up most of my teeth. I'm not going to last. I can't walk. It's like, put me back in the rover where I'm supposed to be. You climb in your bay. Shoot yourself off when the guys with guns turn up. All right, all systems go. All hands in. Go team. Go team. Do that. Mm. So, see you, buddy. Chucks him back in the rover where he found him. Gets home. But before he's about to... Door close on him to fire him back to earth. Chucks a hand out, opens it up and goes, fuck it, I've got time to do something. What is it? He runs upstairs, turns one of the mining units, changes its course to the coordinates of one of the jamming, jamming antennas. <gasps> Good man. Just enough time to get back in and have a wild ride home. Hmm. During the credits, they show that they've... Uh, he made it home. He made it home and that he brought it to the attention <clears throat> of the horrible ethics violations, yeah. essentially, of using clones to... Yep. D- live and die over and over again in solitude to run this base on the moon. Yeah, so causing it, stock to drop. It's it's all, all through vo- uh, voiceover of uh, news. Yeah, news yeah. I'm sure. I, I don't know. I think I dreamt this, but I'm sure I read at some point. This is part of a trilogy. Trilogy. A spiritual trilogy. Spiritual trilogy. Yeah, spiritual yeah. trilogy. Which I think they said the second one is based on Earth, and there's a t- reference to reference it. to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a court scene in that film where Sam Rockwell's standing up, basically doing the uh, I'm Spartacus thing. Yeah. He's like, No, I'm Sam Bell. No, I'm Sam Bell. And you're like, Well, there's the identity issue. Blah 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 blah. Or so and so's cloning program. It's like, and I think that's all all the reference. So it's like technically in the same universe. Right. Cool. Any more to say? No. Give it a watch. Watch definitely. Next yeah. week's pick, anybody who's is oh, it's mine. Oh, I chose a fantastic piece of cinema from 1957, the black and white monster film, The Giant Claw. No, it's not about giant skill testers. It's about a giant space bird with an antimatter shield that is a terrible fucking puppet. <laughs> Enjoy. We'll see you then.